Jews who sought police assistance also said they found it difficult uh, to get the help they needed. Compared to other leaders and officials, the police are more widely perceived to be corrupt and less trusted by citizens. Large majorities of Nigerians say the government is doing a poor job of uh, fighting corruption and reducing crime. A stark reversal from positive assessments three years ago. Okay, so, um, Lewis, yeah. let me just start with um, asking this, okay? Um, so, basically, this is on police brutality, right? Yeah, this is not just on police brutality. This is on police, policing in Nigeria. Mm, okay. Yes, this entire poll was conducted um, by Afrobarometer in February, just before the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm pretty sure if we polled now, even the views will be quite more negative. So we conducted these polls from a pool of um, 1,599 adults um, across Nigeria. And these surveys are always conducted for over the period of, of um, for the past, they've been conducted eight times now in 1999, 2002, 2005, 2007, 8, 12, 14, 17. So it's a, a poll that has been ongoing for a very long time. And um, we sought to find out, the first question we asked was, how often do people come in contact with police? And we asked the question, have you requested police assistance within the last year? And only 11% of Nigerians say they have requested police assistance. That is, 89% of Nigerians are saying they have not had to request police assistance. And um, we also asked them, where do you encounter police the most? Where, like, how, how have you come in contact with the police? Most of the time, it's not in stations because nobody goes to the police stations. So 49% of Nigerians say they have encountered police at checkpoints, during identity checks or during an investigation. So it's probably when they are stopped at a checkpoint or when they are asked to bring out their ID cards or when there's an investigation and police invites them to the station. You find very few people actually going to the police. To okay, seek so help. now when it's just about eleven percent, okay, yes. of respondents that said they have had reasons to seek uh, police help. Now, what are we looking at? Are we looking at um, the bulk? That's about eighty-nine percent, not having reasons to have sought for police help or turning to some other means when they have. Um, maybe security issues. Yeah, I would refer to another poll that we conducted last year. No, early this year. This year, security in Nigeria. And it was about the security situation. And we asked people if they knew about helplines. And only one in four Nigerians knew about helplines to call. Mm, okay. And only out of that number, that's 25%. 25%. Yes. But out of that number, 83% are willing to report anything. Mm. What is important now is that it's not just that they don't want to, but they don't even know how to. And there's also the huge lack of trust. The police, according to this particular poll, by 60, 61% are the least, or should I say, perceived as the most corrupt officials in Nigeria. By trust, they are the least trusted at 24%. Mm. They are the least trusted officials 
in um, the society, followed by members of parliament and um, local government councillors, state governors and judges and magistrates, state assembly members too. So all these arms of government, it's interesting that in all these arms of government, these are all the arms of government that, that either enforce the law, execute the law, um, what's the other one now? Interpret the yeah. law or make the law. The law. Yeah. So if all these officers of the law are perversing the law, mm. you would understand why 89% of the respondents will tell you that they wouldn't go to the police for any issue mm. that they have. We asked Nigerians in the other poll that we had, we asked them, would you, which would you rather, would you rather go to the police? Or a lot of people said they will leave it to God. A lot of people said they will settle out of court. And why? In the justice poll we asked, we, we did a poll of um, justice in Nigeria. You, you remember yeah. the poll. And a lot of people said they would either leave it to God. And why? Because they would either tell you justice was bought, justice was denied. Mm. If justice was denied, it could be a perception. Yes, maybe it didn't go your way. But justice was bought. Um, somebody was bribed. The procedures were not thorough. And so many different things. So I've always said this. A lack of transparency, Nigerians will always perceive a lack of transparency as a suspicion of corruption. The more you have to hide something from us, the more Nigerians will feel, man, this guy is being corrupt. He's doing something wrong. Now, let me go back to the poll. Mm, yes, I, I was going to come there now. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the second um, question that was asked um, was, um, is um, uh, uh, paid, have you paid uh, uh, bribes to access police service? Okay. And I think, um, I think about um, 30% said um, yes, to receive police assistance. Yeah, that is once or twice. Okay. 30%. Now we have... 20% saying a few times. Mm. Now we now have 26% also saying often. So now that is a total of about 70, 76% of Nigerians paying bribes at least to receive police assistance. Now these are officers of the law, enforcers of the law. Mm. Besides being enforcers to serve and protect Nigerians. Also, they are also arbiters in civil cases mm, where they would, where, where, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So their job is not just to just enforce the law. Yeah. It's also to educate people. Yeah. Okay, this is what you're, mm. this is what you're supposed yeah. to have done. And also make sure that there's in, in cases of civil disputes, they can settle without the people having to go to court. Now, we hear cases of Nigerians saying, they will, somebody um, took their money, right? Mm. And they had to go to, to the, the police, police to, go, to help recover. To help recover. Mm. And when they went to the police, the police told them they would have to pay some of the money that was taken mm. or they would have to even start mobilization fee. Where is that in the police, in the police act? Where is that? You hear cases of when people say they, had, they were attacked by armed robbers and... When they called the police helpline, they were told that, oh, we don't have fuel. We would need fuel to come to you. So can you send us money so we can buy fuel? No, okay. Uh, now, Louis, before we go on, now, let, let me just quickly say this, that um, let's not forget this fact that um, if 
there were no police officers out there, okay, mm -hmm. who would have been overrun by crime. Yeah. So that means it's a few bad eggs that are dragging this bad name, uh, and they may just be dragging this name um, to the Nigeria police force, right? So why are we not having a, a, a maybe let's rid ourselves of this bad eggs campaign? Why are we not hearing this? Why are we allowing this? Why, why do we have this play out repeatedly? Like I told you, we, we spoke to 1,599 yeah. people and 61% of them feel the police is the most corrupt, right? Mm. Who, would, who would do true police reform? Is it, the, um, is it the people? The people can only advocate and, uh, act and do some form of activism, right? Mm. But the people above the police, who, the people who are in charge of putting the police in place. Now, we're talking about, if we're talking about the state, we're talking about state governors. State governors are on the same list of corrupt officials. At 39%, 39% of Nigerians think state governors are corrupt, state governors and their aides. Or do, you, do we want to talk about the president and officials in his office who are also on the list, 38% trust? I would even go as far as saying traditional leaders and religious leaders are more trusted than any executives in Nigeria. So Nigerians don't trust the system. Why the change that um, a lot of people seek, the, the reform a lot of people seek, can only be effected by these executives, yeah. right? And Nigerians have shown that they don't trust this executive and they perceive them as corrupt. Mm. So where is that change going to come from? Honestly, I can't tell you that I know. I can't tell you that I know. Um, we also did, uh, we asked about the encounters with police and... No, before we get to the encounters, now remember yeah. one of the other questions um, that we came up with, um, um, uh, police bribes. Have you bribed the police uh, to access uh, police um, services before? To avoid, problem to with avoid problems with police. Yes, yeah, so it's either two things. The entire thing is economically driven. Right. Okay. And there's a huge lack of moral structure and lack of training. In one other poll that we did on police brutality in 2019, we asked Nigerians, what do you think is the major cause of police brutality? And a lot of them said welfare by 83 percent. Poor police welfare. The next thing was lack of um, um, proper training at 40, at 40 something percent, uh, 46 percent, sorry at 46% lack of proper training. So Nigerians perceive this, and I don't think it's far-fetched. Really? I don't think it's far-fetched because we spoke to a security expert, someone who has been with the Police Service Commission for a very long time, who retired from the Police Service Commission as a, as a consultant, and he was also working with them. We spoke to him, and he said, the training the police receive is not up to a quarter of the training the Nigerian military receives. And these are people who will end up holding guns, giving ammunition to go to the streets and make sure you serve and protect lives and property. You serve and protect lives and property and also you keep the peace. So if you are sending someone who doesn't have the right amount of training, who has... Who has poor welfare? Mm. 
who has very poor welfare. This same person, this same um, security expert also told us about the state, and I myself have seen, have seen it, the state of certain police barracks. It's, their barracks are very deplorable. Now, you now imagine a policeman marrying a, a wife and having two, three, four children living in one tiny confined space because he's staying in the police barracks. Now, earning as very, very, very low. Let's say he has been in the, in the service for close to 12 years, perhaps. Maybe he must have gone higher in the cadres. As very, very low as 100 or maybe 120,000. So, so, okay, so, Lewis, here, are we talking about um, uh, being poorly funded or misappropriation of funds within the force? That I can't say of. Because the, we, we don't have any poll regarding whether it is being poorly funded or if the police people are being... Because we've never polled the police before. Mm, okay. We've never asked this police the mm. questions. And, and we're throwing these questions out. Is it poor funding or misappropriation of funds? Mm. But I will also tell you that th there are other sectors of Nigeria that are also poorly funded. Exactly, but are not as, you know, maybe but the, as perceived. Exactly. As perceived but the only difference is the amount of power they have. These other sectors do not wield guns. Okay. This other, these other sectors have a different training entirely. Well, let's talk about teachers. Teachers are paid, until recently, teachers are paid almost the same thing as the police. 50,000 naira for a start, max. But are these teachers turning our children into idiots? Or are these teachers... Giving our children the the they are doing the best they can with the little they have, yeah, they have of of true. as is poorly funded, but are they now turning our children into slaves, or are they now perversing the minds of our children? Because yes, education can also be weaponized. It can be weaponized to the point where someone can start giving feeding you the wrong information at a very early stage, and they will not radicalize you. Are they now doing that? No, they are not. They are making best with the little they have. The Empower programs, the Entech programs that are there where people are sent to go teach people, they still manage to do what they can. The lack of moral structure is there. The fact that these same people who are set, supposed to serve and protect us wield guns. Is there any reason? I believe the AK-47 will be a lot more expensive than a pistol. Apart from that, that's an assault rifle. Okay? That is an in, assault. In, in, in most developed countries, they, 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 the officers, when they do, they walk around with handguns. Exactly. You see them come out with assault rifles when there's a big, when there's an emergency, you know. Exactly. Of, Just like we should have a special force that should handle those things when needed. Like SWAT, you mean? Like SWAT. Mm, okay. Like SWAT. Mm. Or something that maybe a force that was recently disbanded, that okay. we 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 and would actually people of course the public. I, th I believe that was why they were created. Mm. But every officer holding a gun, and Nigerians will tell you the first time, like we said in this poll, the first time they they encounter police is at a checkpoint, and most of them, the first time they would ever see a gun is in the hands of a police officer exactly. and I, not I, I in a armed robber. A country like um, UK, where crime is not half as high as it is down here, you know, we have 
um, the, 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 the police over there, just walk around with buttons. We hardly see them with guns. Guns are outlawed in the UK. Exactly. Hello. Just, uh, let, let's quickly just turn to this call. Hello. Good morning, sir. Good morning, madam. How today? Okay, your name. Yeah, you Fine, thank you very much. Your name and where you're calling us from, madam. Oh well, it's a, it's a wrong, it's a wrong number actually. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. It's a wrong number. Uh, thank you very much. And of course, I do not forget that uh, at any point in time, you can actually join in on uh, the discussion zero nine zero nine four three five zero four. One five zero nine zero nine four three five zero four one five, and remember today we're talking on you know the general reform of the Nigeria police. Okay, so that is what we are looking at today. What do you think? Uh, what um, things do you think we should better put in place? Okay, uh, for a better uh, police force in the country. So, um, yes, uh, Louis. Now, 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 let me let me talk about something. Mm. Um, in the encounters of police, not only Nigeria was poor. You know, I told you Afrobarometer is our Pan-African, is our Pan-African partner. Okay, let me just pause you again. Okay. Hello? 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 Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm, I'm fine. Okay. My name is I'm calling from Ajata. Okay, you're welcome to the program, sir. Uh, thank you for your well done. Mm. I bless you too, sir. Sorry, I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't agree with you on that. Hold up, hold up. I wouldn't agree with you on that. But if you talk about things like okay, maybe language barrier and all that, okay. But that they treat people yeah. like animals. Please uh, don't say such, okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, have a great weekend. Hello. Sorry, this is okay, Anya. Okay, you're welcome to the program.
you go have to let you go thank you um salient points there hello good morning good morning sir how are you today okay your name and where you're calling us from mm, you're calling us from you're welcome to the program sir please turn down the volume on your radio set hello okay we can hear you no no uh, sorry i i sorry let let's 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 be a little more practical here okay the major issue the major issue of um such postings is the um let's say the the language barrier okay that is what we should be looking at uh-huh Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Okay, just hold on to those calls and let's talk a little like, before we get back to the phone lines. Yes, um, Lewis, so um, another question was uh, um, they had encounters with the police and the Nigeria seems to be... This is a poll from different countries, right? Yeah, On so... encounters. Yeah, mm. so like I said, Afrobarometer is our Pan-African partner. Okay. And we also have... They also do polls across the whole of Africa. Mm. We also asked... We did the same poll in... 18 other countries and the amongst all 18 countries nigeria was the highest at 77 percent where people paid bribes to gain police assistance mm. then second highest second highest behind guinea no second highest nigeria is second highest behind guinea where people pay bribe to avoid problems with the police then we are also the we are I think amongst the third highest where it is difficult of to get police assistance. Wow. Yes. So now this is not just the other countries that we also pulled. You can see Botswana, you can see Namibia, you can see Cape Verde. The only the, their major problem is getting police assistance. But the rate of bribery is not as high as in those okay. countries okay. and if you were going to say oh it is only in developed nations so everybody because we're a developing nation it is not because we're a developing nation these are also other developing mm -hmm. nations so these polls tend to expose to you that what is happening here is not just um it's not just how do i put this it's not just um 
remote to us alone. It doesn't just happen to us alone, mm. right? It happens to other people. But the level of decadence in the police structure is 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 really high. Is really 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 high. Yeah, because come to think of it, okay. Sorry. Now, well, when it comes to the let's say the um, police structure in the country, yeah. Now, where did we? Okay, in the let's say eighties, nineties. You just see police walk around, and what they what they had then was just, you know basically buttons, you know, and crime wasn't as high as it is right now back then. So at what point did we get it wrong that we now see them, you know, have assault rifles and you know, I believe it was buttons the, I, are just a thing of the past. I believe it was in the 90s where crime went higher when there was a huge rate of crime, especially in the southwest. We even in our security poll when we asked people. What is the biggest challenge in the southwest, south, south, and um, the southeast? The biggest, and even in the north central, the the highest, the highest um, security challenge is armed robbery, right? Yeah. Then in other places, we, meanwhile, in the northeast, the biggest security challenge is Boko Haram insurgency. Yeah, then in the northwest is kidnapping. Mm. So it's it's all this. Uh, in different locations and interwoven differently. Now, the police, I believe, started having more sophisticated weapons because they had to deal with more sophisticated threats. Now, if you're talking about that, okay, mm. in the United States, let's take that for an example, okay? We have we've had people in the past year or two go to bars, go to playgrounds, and just open fire, start shooting at unarmed citizens. But has that made, let's say, the... The, the police in the U.S. start walking around with assault rifles. No, they still have their handguns. Like you said, develop country, better structure, better legislation, better policy. Now, I don't think all these things happened overnight there. Mm. They had to walk through it. But there was the conscious decision to walk through it and become better. What these polls are showing us is that Nigerians are aware of how deplorable the police policing is in Nigeria and how terrible it has become. And now, from this, um, recently, within the last two weeks, there have been protests, mm. and uh, um, thankfully, they have lives ended. Have lives there. have been lost, people properties have died, properties that. damaged, and different things have happened. Mm. But it shows that there is a collective awareness now beyond even what these polls are showing us. And there's a collective outcry for this reform. And this is the best time, if any, to have this reform. I don't think there will ever be a more right time to start this reform from the corruption in the police. I mean, from paying bribes mm. to, have, to, to, to get police assistance, to paying bribes to avoid police, to even paying bribes to get identity documents. You know, medical care and all Medical that. care and even educational. Mm. So this reform has to start. If the police is the forefront of any democracy, the police and lawyers and the justice system, if your rights are trampled upon, who is the first person you run to? The police. When you run to the police, the case is taken up and passed on to the justice system. If these two sectors, right, are not reformed, 
are not corruption-free or relatively, because someone once said there is no such thing as a country without corruption. There is always there's only a low rate, a very low level of corruption. If these two things are not reformed, right? There is no such thing as a democracy. Now, when you when you're talking about um, let's say reforms and all that, what would you say about our mode of the mode of employment in um, let's say in our police force? Now, interestingly, the security expert that we spoke to, um, Dr. Mechi, he, he, he said something interesting. Most of the time when there's a recruitment, he, he referred to when um, Michael Kiru was still a police IGP and about tens of thousands of police officers were recruited all at the same time, that the IGP had to cry out loud that armed robbers are being recruited into the police force. Interestingly, he said this. He said, most of the time when there is a police recruitment exercise, very few people go for the police because that's their first option. Mm. Okay. Then secondly, most of the people who are coming are coming based on recommendation. Somebody sent this list. Our senator sent this list. Our House of Reps member sent this list. Um, our, what's it called? Oba, mm. our traditional yeah. ruler, sent this mm. list. Recommendations. Recommendations. Mm. Most of the time, they see that most of the people who are coming as to be recruited as the rank and file. Mm. We're not talking about the, most of them that would go to police college. We're talking about the rank and file. Most of the rank and file officers. There's one common trait they see. Their families don't want anything to do with them because they have been proven to be unruly. Mm, okay, so, Lewis, just, um, let me pause you there. Let's take this short break and, of course, um, we will continue when we come back. Do stay tuned. Hello? Hey, are you a follower or logistics company, a security company, a church, or individual home? Yo, welcome back. This is still the studios of Crowther, Radio 104.5 FM, your family love station on the hills of Batahe in the nation's capital. Time check is 9.40, and you're welcome back to the podium. Of course, it is Friday, so once again, it is the NY Polls Friday. My name is Oke, and I'm your host. I have a Louis Ehimikwai here with me in the studios. Louis, you're welcome back. Thank you. Okay, do not forget, um, uh, today we're actually trying to look at our police reforms, just a way, things to do to actually get our police force um, to function better. Um, uh, we actually did take some calls, listen to some Nigerians before one on that break. We'll do the same. Uh, of course, the number remains 090-943-5015. Sorry, we couldn't take um, your calls uh, before one on that break. Um, Lewis had to uh, uh, talk to us on a, a few. So, but um, right now the phone line is um, open once again, 90 We have a call already. Hello. Hello, good morning. How are you today? Okay, you're welcome. Back.
So what they will say, so for the answer, what they will say is that any person that brought somebody for a recruitment, let it be the galactor. Mm. Thank you very much. Uh, have a great weekend. Okay, hello. Hello. Okay, uh, we lost you there. Uh, time for more calls at 0909435015. Hello. Hello, good morning. My name is Mrs. Sussex. I'm calling from Abuja. Okay, what part of Abuja is that, madam? Uh -huh. I'm talking about recommend of the police. Uh, yes, court. yes. Let's start from police service commission first. Mm, okay. Because, because nowhere they will bring a retired ID to the commission and you expect, it, and you expect police to have a good uh, reform. Mm. Because dog cannot eat dog. Because most of the things that they are doing, the, the chairman of police commission and the ID, they work together. There are things that we bring, and the guy cannot, the chairman cannot say no because because they know where they where they belong to. And the matters are soft. We just look at the uh, 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 recruitment that you just did of recent. If you look at all the other states, just a if you have only three. Well, that uh, sorry, sorry, madam, 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 madam. Hello, madam. That that that's that's rather a strong accusation. Okay, I'd rather you take that back. When you say all of them are, let's not say things. Let, 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 let's not say things I we cannot back. Madam, let's 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 uh, let's try to um, say things we can back with facts. Okay, I know, I know, I know. So many people are not. We we no we have that's what we are talking on. Okay, here in the studios, we're talking on um, recommendations, um, you know, and all that. So. That is uh, what we are trying to do here in the studios. Uh, but however, thank you very much, and I do have a great weekend, okay? All right, bye-bye. Okay, madam. Okay, um, hello. Let's take this other call before we get talking again in the studios. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Okay, your name and where you're calling us from? I'm Sunday, calling from Mangasote. You're welcome to the program, Sunday. Good day, sir. Good day, sir.
Let's let's actually let's stay confined. Hello. Okay. Mm. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, but however, when you call, try to stay confined uh, within um, um, what we are discussing here in the studios. Thank you very much. Just hold on to those calls and let's talk a little in the studios before we get back to the phone line. So, uh, Lewis, it's still on. Um, you know the mode of um, employment. A lady talked on um, police service, a commission, and all that. And yes, all these are. You know, things to look at when we are talking of a, a, a reform in the Nigeria police. Yes. I'd, I'd like to go back to um, one of our polls in 2019, okay. um, police brutality poll. And I'm not going to talk about the brutality. No. And um, I'm going to talk about what Nigerians think about the main cause of brutality. Poor police welfare. In hierarchy, poor police welfare, inadequate training, lack of contentment and greed, inexperience on the job, corruption, power drunk, poor morals and discipline, drug abuse while on duty, poor monitoring of the police system and personnel, and poor recruitment process. Okay. Now, if there is going to be any reform, the proven, now I would say proven, the proven instances of any of these things that Nigerians perceive as the causes of police brutality should be tackled first. The proven. I, I don't know if you've actually seen this video. It did go viral at some point. A, 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 it was a mobile police officer. It was fully clothed in his full regalia, in full uniform. And this guy was just, I don't know, marijuana or whatever. He was rolling and, you know, in a public place. He was being videoed. Interestingly, if you brought that video now, they would ask you, was the time it was recorded? When was it recorded? Are you sure this video was not doctored? Are you sure it was not photoshopped? Uh, well. No, well, because now the, 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 we, are such, we are such in an advanced age, right? To gather information is very easy, mm. but to compromise information is also very, very easy. So if they want to come, if, if, if it turns out that the information, they want to discredit your information, they discredit the source of the information. They discredit the credibility of the person bringing the information. And that is, that is the issue we are facing now. We would also talk about, let me talk about other ways Nigerians thought, because we also have the police misconduct call, mm. uh, poll from yeah. 2019. Yeah. And other ways that Nigerians thought illegal activities can be curbed by the police. These illegal activities, Nigerians felt, are collecting bribe, arresting innocent citizens, intimidating innocent Nigerians, killing unarmed Nigerians, creating illegal checkpoints, demanding sex for bail, arresting commercial sex workers, hiring out guns to criminals. These are the illegal activities. So now, if we're talking about, all these still have to do with mode of employment right? yeah. mode of recruitment so if we're talking about this one of our callers talked on have running a background check on some of these people before 
you know, we actually get to absorb them into... Because if the police force... Are is, we still talking about the same police force that we've clearly noted that is poorly funded? Mm. Where are they going to be able to run those background checks from? If the true reform has to start, the reform starts from um, the, the recruitment... Re, um, psychological evaluations, and the, no, you, the you, background you checks. You just talked on the major one. Which yes. Is, um, under, or being underfunded. Underfunded. Okay, so it so, can't be the average Nigerian out there on the streets that should bear the brunt. That should exactly. bear the, 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 you know, the, the direct effect of everything. Exactly. Because that's how it's panning out. The average Nigerian, when we asked, they said, how do you cop the illegal activities of police mm. now? The illegal activities are already listed. They said the government should improve police welfare. Exactly. Everyone thinks this. By that was by 31%. Now we say proper recruitment and training processes. Then the Nigerian police should be reformed. Then prosecution and dismissal of any guilty personnel. And I'll harp on this a little. Like I've said before, and I will keep saying till tomorrow and till my dying days, the lack of transparency will create a suspicion of corruption. Anywhere in the world, when you are not doing anything transparently, there people would begin to think, especially when it's public, people would begin to start thinking you are doing something wrong. Yeah. Corruption is not just the embezzlement of funds. Corruption is the misuse and abuse of power mm. or public office great different forms of corruption exactly right? they're very very different forms of corruption so in the times that all these things have been happening how many police officers have we seen publicly prosecuted how many police officers have we seen publicly brought out and said this person was responsible for all these crimes mm. and this person is going to jail how many police officers have we seen? Now, that is minus police brutality now. Police misconduct. How many police officers have we seen that have been reprimanded for police misconduct? There should be at least a way citizens should be able to report misconduct without having to compromise themselves. Exactly, because that has been um, the fear of many. Like, just um, listen to this brief story. There was an accident, and the um, uh, the cyclists, the Azokara people by the junction, were saying, no, guy, guy, you had fault, you had fault, you had fault. Just shortly afterwards, police came, and the other man turned and looked at the Azokara people and said, hey, hey, hey. the Azokara people turned away. They, they, they rode off. Why? They were saying, no, please, Nobody I don't want to get police. Exactly. I don't, I don't want police. Like we, like we told you, 89% 89 of Nigerians would rather avoid police yeah, yeah. they would rather avoid police mm. in the in the poll that we conducted 11 percent of people in the last one year have gotten police they've requested police assistance so that's 89 percent of people who would not want to have anything to do with the police now, you hear of um, things like um let's say maybe in the u.s you have 911 right yes what does 911 do 911 is just an emergency line yes that they could disperse police, they could disperse, um, what's it called? Yes, um, ERTs. Fire people yes. and all that. You know, yeah. so, do we, why don't, you know, why don't we have such services available to the public? Actually, we do. We uh, do now. Okay. So, now. Okay. Now, I can tell you 
of a particular one I've used is as simple as dialing. Yeah, but you said just mm. about one in every four Nigerians happen to be aware of this. Yes. About 25%. And that's yes. quite low. That's very quite low. Text messages are being sent regularly by the NCC. Mm. Use 112. I'm not here. I'm not, I'm not employed by the NCC. Okay. I'm not promoting what they are doing. I feel they should even do more. There should be more campaigns. There should be TV campaigns. There should be a lot more. The NOA should take it up and push it everywhere. And just as they are creating more awareness about the response center, there should be more response people. So 112 is the new number you can call. It takes your location automatically mm. and you don't need credit to call it. No, you don't even need a okay. SIM. Mm. You don't need a SIM oh, really? to call it. As okay. far as it's just your phone, emergency line. If your yeah. phone is locked, you can go to emergency, emergency mode. Yeah, too, too. So even if someone has an accident and you don't want to use your phone to call, you can use that. So in, in, in summary, like I would always say, a lack of transparency would always create suspicion of corruption. For Nigeria to be better, the police and the justice system need to be better. That is only when we can experience true democracy. Okay, sorry, that is the match that we'll be taking for today. We can't take more calls. I'm sorry about that. A very big thank you to uh, Louis Ehimihuay of uh, NOI Polls. Louis, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Mm, okay, till same time and next week is with me. Okay, Anya, do have yourselves a lovely weekend. God bless. <laughs> First one says only one in ten Nigerians say they requested assistance from the police during the previous year, while half report police encounters at checkpoints, traffic stops, during identity checks, and during investigations. Mm -hmm. And I, I ask the question of why that's not ten out of ten, because you know it, it means that five out of ten Nigerians do not actually encounter police in these particular situations. Don't you find that interesting? <laughs> well. Um... It's actually interesting because uh, if you look at the figure, that is um, 11%, that's 10, uh, 1 out of 10 Nigerians encountering, requesting for police assistance. It shows you that 89% of Nigerians would rather avoid police at whatsoever cost. So this speaks to the fact, this is just, it just alludes to the fact that this 51% um, of Nigerians that don't encounter police at checkpoints, traffic stops, identity checks, and during investigation are probably the ones who are avoiding police at all costs, or not just avoiding police, they are also maybe being the one who are arrested by police, or the people who, like someone said yesterday, he said justice is expensive in Nigeria. So they would, they are too, let me say, let me see. Let me not use the word poor. They are too. Um, they are not as privileged enough to get justice or anything that would make them have, make them an, a person of interest to the police. Maybe the only time they may ever encounter the police is when they are being rounded up, or something like that. I guess I understand that particular sentiment. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go to key finding number three, which says out of 18 countries surveyed in 2019-2020, Nigeria reports the highest level of bribery for police assistance and the second highest level of bribery 
to avoid problems with the police, which is twice the 18 country average on both indicators. Now, I'm going to refer back to key finding number two because that talks about the number or the percentage of people who have to bribe police here in the country. And it says that 77% uh, said they had to pay bribes uh, for assistance. Yeah. 68% said they had to pay to avoid problems with, with the police. police. So let's look at that comparison between the, uh, amongst the 18, 18 countries. You know, so like Afrobarometer, which is a Pan-African partner, also conducted this. They conducted this poll with us. So we were able to conduct this poll in 18 other African countries to understand what it is and i can tell you as you see already nigeria's police is the most bribed police in africa now the the country average for this the should i say, the the continent average for these 18 countries is 35 percent so anything above 35 percent is is high <laughs> then anything um what's it called um, now that is for paid bribe to avoid for police assistance Paid bribe for police assistance. Now we have paid bribe to avoid police problems, which is at 33%, which is the average. And that average is a huge issue because Nigeria is the second, is the second highest at 68%. That's second only to Guinea. Now, Guinea is a country we all know that has very, very, very dictatorial leadership. So that is another. So if we are being second to a country that has dictatorial leadership, it says a lot. Now, going forward, um, like you saw in Key Finding 2, we asked this question. Um, we asked this question to Nigerians um, about paying bribes to access public services. And 30% said they had to pay bribe at least once or twice. That's 30%. That's for to receive police assistance. 20% said a few times. Now 26% said often. This what this is what accumulated all the way to the 77% that we got. Then to avoid police problem, 26% said once or twice they had to pay bribes. 17% said they had to pay a few times. Meanwhile, 25% said they had to pay often. Now, just like I said earlier. Um, I'm quoting someone who said it on because there's this recent judicial panel that started up because of police brutality and all that. He said justice is expensive. A lot of the people that are coming with cases to that particular judicial panel didn't follow through because they could not pay what was demanded of them to go through from process A to process B. And many a times we see this. You hear of um, Nigerians saying, oh, this guy hit my car or that guy or that guy stole something from me. And when I reported to the police, they, I was asked for a processing fee, which is unconstitutional, which is illegal. So this all this culminates to the amount of bribery. So a lot of people like we've already established, would rather find their way out of police problem, just like the same amount of people would rather use their money to get police assistance. All right, so uh, I, I still want us to look at those countries on that list. But first of all, I would like to properly introduce communications designer of NOI polls, Jumopi Adelite. Did I get that right?
Yes, Hi, Jordi. It's good to have you in the studio. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Yes. So, you know, um, we've been following the police brutality and ultimately the perception of the public towards uh, police here in Nigeria. And I think that maybe putting it into perspective with other African countries makes it a lot more, the plot sort of thickens, you know, it's more interesting there. And what I'm noting now is 65% of Nigerians say that it is very difficult to get police assistance while the 77% said that they had to pay a bribe just for the police to do their job. Now, you consider that and compare it with the country that has the least, that ranks the least in this particular poll, which is Cabo Verde, uh, I believe that's Cape Verde, only 1% of their citizens say that they had to pay any bribe to get the police to just do their jobs. But you contrast that with 43% who said it's still very difficult to get them to work. Now, I don't know what the conditions of uh, the police in these countries are like, but I guess that would be the next question that a lot of people would want to have ans uh, you know, answered. Uh, do you think that these other countries are also facing what we are facing in Nigeria, where people are assuming or presuming based on research that our Nigerian police, the structure was put in place to serve the colonial masters. And of course, right now it's outdated, doesn't focus on the citizens. It focuses on those who are up above. Do you think that these other countries share that same experience? Well, um, I'll speak on this and I will say, if there's anything that we all share amongst all these 18 countries, we were all colonized at one time or the other. Yeah. All these 18 countries. Now, the if you notice, Rwanda is not on this list. Don't. We, although we didn't poll Rwanda. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if we polled Rwanda, we would not have these um, extremities like this. There are a couple of people who might uh, take you up on that. Because as like, much as... it's debatable, right? Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. But um, this is, you know, um, recently, thanks to this um, recent protest and stuff, we, we there was someone all the way from Uganda who said, their police, this movement was not only for us. Their police is now adjusting. They are now being a lot more calmer. People are now demanding more. And they are now speaking up more. And they are number two. On exactly. They are number two with paying of bribes. They are amongst the, I, I would say, they, they pass the, the country average. That is for paying bribes to avoid police problems. They are number two for paying bribes for police assistance. And they have an all-time high of 69% from difficulty of getting police help. Which is just 1% higher than ours. Exactly. You know, let's look at this other part of the result that speaks to trust in perceived corruption among uh, officials. And it's speaking to certain institutions in a democracy. Uh, interestingly, uh, I'll just call it all out. We have the police, members of parliament, local government councillors, state governors and officials in their office, judges and magistrates, state assembly members, president and officials in his office, tax officials, religious leaders and traditional leaders so uh, on both for all of them you rank them according to or rather their response was based on all are corrupt or most are corrupt and then 
some they're trustworthy to yes. a certain point. Yeah. Okay. So the police, of course, again above the average, and they're coming in as the most corrupt with sixty-one percent. Yeah. And I keep going back to what's interesting about the perception towards the police force being that we're not looking at the heads of this institution. We're looking at the rank and file because they're the ones that we engage with on a daily basis as opposed to comparing it with these other uh, institutions where the president is the head of his own institution mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, officials mm -hmm. in his uh, cabinet. Mm -hmm. so, um, Chimabi, what are your thoughts on this as to Nigerians' feelings towards the police? Well, I think that at this time, um, we are all in a sensitive situation in Nigeria and um, it is really an eye-opener, not just for um, the government, but for all citizens. And I also believe that um, it is a wake-up call for the government. A um, few days ago, there was a viral video of some sort of police brutality and extortion on just very, very close to um, the police college at Ikeja. Um, in Lagos, and um, some citizens actually had to challenge one of the policemen who sort of entered into into the bus and were asking the policeman, what did this man do? Why are you arresting him? Why are you collecting money from him? Why are you extorting him? And there was even going to be some sort of harassment you know, towards the policeman, and you could hear at the background some citizens saying, "No, no, no, no! Don't harass the policeman. Just ask him those questions. Tell him to to come down from the car and, I mean, from the bus which he had apparently entered with force. You know, with the hope of getting something out of the driver. So, what all this plays out um, for us as a country, as a people, is that there is a wake up call." For the government, for the citizens, for all our authorities, most especially the authorities in charge of the Nigerian police force, to be on their toes. So everybody has to be um, held accountable for their actions while they need to be proactive, while they need to carry out a very um, um, an all encompassing image building to save the not just the Nigerian police force now but the government at large. You, you know, this incident that you've just um, mentioned, do you see Nigerians standing up to police more, but within, you know, those confines? Because you mentioned two sets of people as far as how they were uh, approaching the policeman was those who said, don't harass him, just ask him the questions, and those who were harassing him. So do you see us, m more Nigerians standing up when they see something they perceive to be unjust being committed by a police officer? Yes, I at this at this time it is very sad that um, just an ordinary well I won't call um, I won't say ordinary I mean but it, it is sad for you to see citizens standing up to a policeman who is supposed to be a protector of lives and property standing up to him and challenging him while he's taking certain actions in the public it is very very sad and but. It again goes a, a, a long way to show how frustrated 
how angered citizens have been because of the experiences they put with in the hands of you know um, several policemen and this happening right in front of um, one of Nigeria's um, highest ranked police colleagues. So if just like you um, raised the question the other time about what the government, uh, no, not the government now, what the authorities should be doing, it means that they now have to be proactive. And if they are not, we'll definitely, whether we like it or not, we'll have more of that. We have more citizens standing up to the police than the public and asking them because now it's um, it's a wake up call. People are now more engaged on the radio, on the media. People are saying, and just like Elisto said, people from Uganda, people from um, other African countries, they are now taking a cue, looking at the Nigerian perspective and using it to shape their own policy, using it to shape their own system. So ultimately, it's a point of how any respect towards the institution must be earned and not taken advantage of. Uh, Lewis, I want to come, you know, to going back to that particular uh, poll on the perception of corruption amongst officials. Mm. I know that they are not the um, focus here, but number two, that says, you know, the most corrupt, according to Nigerians, 43% of Nigerians said, members of parliament are the most corrupt ultimately <laughs> national assembly you know, you know i would always say this the lack of transparency would raise the suspicion of corruption when you have a parliamentarian earning as much as 29 million in a month when the average minimum wage is i think is 30 is t around 30000 if i'm correct it's 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 it boggles the mind of a nigerian and it makes you think what exactly are you doing because under all um precipice and everything the person the parliamentarian is also a public servant you serve the public just like the other person who is going from KEDA, KEDA 8 to KEDA 9 to, and there are different levels in the civil service. So yeah. if we're all civil servants, why are you earning so much? And why am I earning so little? And this has not been explained to us. This has not been explained to Nigerians. So they feel that this is corrupt. Why do you have to earn so much money? Like I've always said, the lack of transparency. Now, there are also the laws that have been passed, right? And there was um, there was the recent issue where a, a certain senator um, assaulted a lady in, a, 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 in, 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 in an adult store. And that was Senator Elisha Abel. Exactly. And when he did that, now... I think he's counter is counter suing right now for something else because the judgment was in favor of the lady who was harassed. No, they 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 tossed the criminal suit and it was a civil suit, and in the civil suit he was asked to pay fifty million yeah. for damages because for the criminal suit it wasn't proven it wasn't proven that he assaulted the lady. Now despite this is something despite the video evidence. So why wouldn't Nigerians think? parliamentarians are corrupt in this kind of situation. So 
it 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 boggles the minds of Nigerians. And um, I I want to go back to your question where you say, uh, where you asked, um, because the police are rank and file, and we always come in contact with them more than other the top, the top figures. Now, what's interesting is on this same list, there are traditional leaders, there are religious leaders, there are tax officials. We come in contact also with your religious leader, at least. I won't say every Nigerian, but most Nigerians come in contact with their religious leaders once a week. Either it's Friday or it's Sunday. Yeah. Or I don't know when traditional people do this. But they come in contact with their religious leader once a week. The same way, at least they must see a policeman once a week. This is just me using my own personal figures. But at least if there are checkpoints on your way from from your house to work. That means you must see a policeman. Now, the only difference between these two people is one has a gun. Now, the other has a holy book of sorts. One has the power of words and the ability to persuade you. Meanwhile, the other one is not looking to persuade or dissuade you. He will force you. Um, there was a time when they said they changed the name from Nigerian Police Force into just the Nigerian Police. But I don't think that image or brand change has changed. Whether the name changes, whether you change SARS to SWAT, if the people are still the same, it's still the same crop of things they will keep on meting out to Nigerians. And the same level of corruption will keep on speaking. I want to come to the question I asked Jumobi earlier about whether we would see more Nigerians standing up in a, a situation where they perceive injustice coming from a police officer. Now, that in itself can be a very dicey situation. So on one side, one end of the table, you would say that, oh, well, at least Nigerians are conscious enough, they know their rights, and then they can question along those lines. But you also have the flip side, which speaks to the two sorts of people that Jumobi mentioned, exactly. those who are going to be violent and uh, you know aggressive towards any police officer they perceive to be committing a crime or uh, carrying out injustice against a citizen. Yeah. Now, my question is, if at all we actually are going to see more Nigerians standing up to the system in that way, yeah. what do you think government would be able to do in order to make sure that you know it doesn't go beyond legal lines and they don't end up going to the other end of the table where you're trying to hold someone accountable and instead you commit a crime? Yeah, so now, I, 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 I said this on Twitter the other day, any policeman who would have to use his weapon to de-escalate a situation is no policeman. If you have to use your weapon first, you should be able to use your words. We've seen videos where the different parts of the Nigerian army were able to speak to these people who were protesting and say, calm down. We understand your plight. We know what you're going through, but calm down. Don't destroy public property. Make sure this is peaceful. Make sure you do not go about committing any crime. We are here with you. So, can the police learn this also? Because if the police is able to learn this, I don't think the average Nigerian is violent. Yes, there are two, there are two sets of Nigerians, as, as this um, protests have, have, this recent protest has shown us. There are people who are very peaceful, organized, structured, who can walk seamlessly, and there are people who are just looking, they are just here for the violence. 
they ju- they're just looking to loot, pilfer, and do whatever it is they need to do to to serve their 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 their, their personal interest. So now I would say this: the policeman has every right to shoot someone who tries to either disarm him or attack him. He has that right. But what he should not do is put himself, just like the same way they will say, police is your friend. So don't don't try to aggravate a policeman. A policeman should not put himself in a situation where people would have to question him. He should be of high moral character. So he should not... I mean, last year there were videos of there was a video of a man who 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 was who was trying to stop a lady because I think it was a traffic official who was trying to stop a lady. Then he he climbed her bonnet and she drove with him for a very long distance before his colleagues were able to catch up with her and stop her. What would prompt you to drive? I know you you are committed to your job, but when you go to that extent. Emotions will run high on both sides. The guy on the bonnet will say, you try to kill me. It's no longer, I'm trying to do my job. Then his, his, his teammates will come and say, you try to kill our teammates. It's no longer, madam, you were violating traffic. Okay, you know what? Let's open up the phone lines. I see that time is waiting. If you've been listening and you'd like to contribute, pretty simple questions. We're looking at how uh, Nigerians perceive police when they interface with them. And I'm not necessarily going to ask about whether you've had to bribe any police officer to come and do their job because you've needed their assistance. Now, my question is around whether you think more Nigerians <clears throat> will stand up when they see uh, injustice being committed by a police officer. The numbers are, first of all, our WhatsApp number, 090, uh, pardon me. Yes, our WhatsApp number, 0905 that is 0905 you can also call 0805 509 9993 Thank you, Marwa. Good morning. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, we've got Adamu on the line. Hello, Adamu. Hello, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Fine, thank you. Talk to us.
Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate that. Let's hear from Dr. Jennings. Hi, Dr. Jennings. Welcome back. Yes, talk to us. Dr. Jennings, I apologize. I've got Allah holding. Dr. Jennings, I, I do need to come in now. I want to hear from Ola. We've only got a few minutes to go. Thank you, Dr. Jennings. I appreciate it. Hello. All right. I apologize, Ola. We didn't get to uh, hear your own opinion. But very quickly, right? We've only got a few more minutes. I'm looking at the comments that came through. So Maya was talking about the agreement with the rank and file, and then Dr. Jennings made that allusion towards uh, uh, police in Nigeria following 
best practices, which is a part of the police reform bill right now. Yeah. Uh, that's the one that's been signed into law. Yeah. And also the fact that uh, citizen engagement is an important thing. Yeah, it's uh, very I, important. I really want to hinge on what Adamu was saying. Because, you know, he ultimately picked the same thing to say about democracy and said it about the police. They're a reflection of our society. So, you know, your final thoughts on that, gentlemen. Maybe we'll start with you, Jinobi. Yes, um, it's, it's a very dicey situation. It's, it's a sad situation that um, Nigerian, Nigeria has found itself where citizens will be made to part or will want to part with some part of their Naira to the police just to get out of the way. Um, it also boils down to the question that you asked um, why, why, why you some citizens want to stand up. Now, it's all about the image. Once the authority, those in charge, are not proactive, they are not proactive of engaging, of being transparent, we will see more of these things. We will see more of this. Yes, it is sad. It is the average Nigerian just wants to get out of the way because it doesn't want to get harassed, it doesn't want to get humiliated, it doesn't want to to spend all of its time. So it it is just about the image. Once our government are proactive about it, I think we we'll start having a better. Okay, so I would speak to I agree with what he's saying. And I also speak to the fact that you're looking at someone who is holding a gun. So there is the fear of your life. Now, there are instances where the Nigerian, the, the, the person who has gotten to the checkpoint and he says, there's nothing wrong, I'm passing, right? And you cock a gun and say, oh, God, stop there. Where are you going to? So beyond corruption being a huge problem, like Adamu has pointed out in Nigeria, in everyone, there's also the, the issue of the corruption and how deep it has gone into the police. I believe that for the Nigerian government to do better, which at now they are currently ranking at 28% for fighting corruption and 33% for reducing crime, which is very, very, they are all-time low in five years. For the Nigerian government to do better at this, the police reform bill has to be taken up and enforced from the top to the very, very bottom. Stiffer penalties, transparency in the prosecution of erring officers need to be seen. Retraining, training, psychological reevaluation, and good funding. Because I don't believe someone who has eaten properly and who has enough money in his account will start looking for another one on the street. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you to both of you for coming in and talking to us and to every one of you who contributed to this, to this conversation. Don't go anywhere because the news team will bring you a news update at the top of the hour. I'm Pascal Ojezo. We'll be bringing you the show Democracy Now, where you'll be talking politics, policies, the rule of law, and governance. Uh, having said that, I leave you with this.